the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. And for this week and next week, I will be your solo host for both shows. Uh, Unforeseen reason, Dana will be unavailable for this Saturday, next Saturday. So I figured I would give it a go by myself, just me and Jeremy. And I can't even see him because the sun's shining through the window. But uh, before we get started, I want to send out a very special thanks to B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona, 85032. Bobby Rabati, his phone number is 602-722-9157. He's got a great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles, no hassles, no BS. It's a wonderful, easy buying experience. Once again, his number is 602-722-91, and it's either 9157 or 9151. If you need any help with a commercial vehicle, please feel free to give me a call, 602-525-1370. And, uh, you know, each week what we try to do is try to share some helpful hints in the car buying process. And, you know, a lot of people do a lot of research on the Internet. And it's just sad sometimes that the research that you get from the Internet is so misleading, it's not even funny. Now, I've driven muscle cars for a really long time. I've had Corvettes. I've had Mustangs. I have have a Dodge Challenger right now. So when I look online and I go to MSN Autos and I see articles and it says, cheapest cars with more than 500 horsepower, 10 performance bargains. I click on that. 10 performance bargains, cars gone are the days when the average human could only dream of buying a car with a powerful engine that won't kill your savings. True, most of the cars on this list don't exactly qualify as inexpensive, but relative to their performance, they're bargain buys. They're even more affordable than compared to the price tags of cars from horsepower magnets like Aston Martin, Lamborghini, Ferrari, and McLaren. Additionally, we set the threshold for pricing between fifty-five dollars and $115,000 to maximize your buying power. So these must be base MSRPs that they are putting out on the internet. These aren't what the cars actually are at the dealerships with MSRPs of. Because I've never seen a $55,020 2020 SRT Hellcat with 717 horsepower. So it says at 55,020, but then it says 62,190 starting price. So I don't know 
where they come up with that because you do get seventy one hundred and seventy dollars off in cash for a final price of just fifty five twenty. The big thing is finding a car that there's no additional options on the car. A Ford Mustang GT three fifty MSRP is quite a bit more than sixty one thousand six thirty five. ZL1 Camaro, it's probably pretty close at 65695 Alfa Romeo, Giulia, Quadrifoglio, it's a 505 horsepower car for about seventy five grand. AMG GLC 63S Coupe, 503 horsepower, 841. 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, 707 horsepower, 89140. 2020 Cadillac CT6V, 550 horsepower at 95,190. Model S, 762 horsepower, 96,190. Now, one thing about a Model S, whatever MSRP is, that's what you're paying for the car. 2020 Jaguar F Type R, 575 horsepower, 104,350, and an Audi RS6 Avant 591 at $110,640. I guess what it boils down to is almost everything that you read on the internet that you're looking for or looking at for car buying advice, you have to read the small print. So this week I had the opportunity to work with a woman that unfortunately had to buy a car. She had some issues with a 2000 uh, a 2009 Buick, and she needed a new car. And she went in with the idea that, well, you know, with all this stuff that's going on, I'm going to be able to get a great deal. Well, she was absolutely right. There's, I believe, $7,000 in rebates on the Buick Envision that she was looking at. The problem was they only had four Envisions. So the issue becomes... Does the dealership have the car that you want to buy? If they don't have the car that you want to buy, can they trade and get the car that you want to buy? Now, if you visited, I'm just going to make up names, Liberty Buick, and you worked a car deal and you couldn't make the deal work on that brown Buick Envision, and then you went to Van GMC Buick, and they didn't have the car, but you knew the car was at Liberty. And you told Van, well, if you can get me the car from Liberty, I'll buy the car. Well, a lot of times what happens in those instances, those dealerships don't trade because they know that they're working a deal with the same customer, or I shouldn't say they know, they're thinking they're working a deal with the same customer that just left that store. So what the guy that does the dealer trade says to the guy from the other store is, we're working a deal on that car. I'll let you know if we don't make it. At the end of the day, if you're in the need to buy a car, there's great deals out there. But the great deals aren't on the new Ford Bronco the new Chevy Tahoes, the new GMC Yukons, the Tellurides, even in the second year, the dealers are selling these cars over MSRP. Now, 
Can you find one and get a deal? It all depends on where you are, what you want, and how bad the dealership wants to sell a car. Uh, They came out with a night edition, I believe they call it, and it's a blacked-out looking Telluride that actually makes it look like a Range Rover with the black roof and black wheels. It's really slick looking, but the dealers aren't giving these away. But at the end of the day, it's a matter of understanding how the deal works. And that's what it is that Dana and I both understand is how the deal works. Because if you have a trade-in and your trade-in is something that's desirable, and not only desirable, but something that the dealerships don't have new ones, your trade has never been worth more. Used car pricing, used car values are out of control. But if you're looking for something that's a high-demand new vehicle and you have a used car that's a hot commodity used car, you have to understand at the end of the day, the most important number is what is the difference? What's the difference between what I'm paying for the car that I'm buying and what's the the price that I'm getting for my trade-in, what the value is? So at the end of the day, it's just being able to follow everything. The price of the car, what your trade-in's worth, what's the interest rate that you're going to pay, and if you're in the interested in a service contract, what's the price of the service contract that you're going to buy? Now, one of the dealerships that I was looking at at this Buick Envision, they actually had in the small print Price includes finance assistance bonus. Vehicle must be financed through a prime lender through blah, blah, blah Buick, which basically means if you don't want to finance the car the way that they want you to finance the car, they're going to look to raise the price of the car by $1,000. They also have in the small print that they have a car that may possibly have dealer added accessories. So to give you an example, one of the dealerships that I went to, they offered $12,000 off. They had $2,000 in dealer added accessories. So at the end of the day, my consideration there is that it's 10 grand off, okay, or 12 grand off plus the dealer ads. Then I look at another dealership and speak to somebody and they'll do 8,500 off the price of the car but no dealer ads. So is it worth to pay the two grand in dealer ads and get 12 grand off or no dealer ads and 8,500 off? And at the end of the day, we all know what the answer to that question is because 12 grand plus 2,000 in dealer ads is still $1,500 better than 8,500 and no dealer ads. It's, as Dana will always say, it's not how you get to the dealership It's how you leave. It's what's done at the end of the day. Now, if you're looking for a used car and it's a car that's hard to find and you find one and it's been sitting at a dealership for a while, I asked the sales manager, why have you had this car so long? And he basically said, because it's a top of the line trim level and we don't get a lot of these new and we're not going to give away the used one. And they're not a publicly traded dealership. They're a smaller family-run 
dealership. They have two dealerships in the Valley. Both dealerships are extremely profitable, extremely successful, been in business for a really long time, and their attitude is they will find somebody to buy the car. Now, one of the advantages that they have right now is that as a 1,200-mile used car, it actually has a better warranty than if someone bought a brand new one. And there aren't really big incentives on this car brand new. So when you're looking at the car being about $12,000 less than what the MSRP is on the car, it's a deal as long as you're looking to buy a car that's sixty-eight grand. And one of the other benefits to buying this CPO car was they had interest rates as low as 1.9% on 72 months through their lender. And remember, when you're looking at a new car and you see the 0% financing, that financing sometimes is in lieu of factory incentives. As where on a used car, if there's a subvented rate through the manufacturer, there is no rebate on a used car. Once again, we're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. 
so many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to our friends at the Earnhardt dealerships that we do business with. We do business with just about anybody that we choose to. We just don't do business with people that we don't like to do business with. And very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Chester Sonnet at Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in, also in Avondale, and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. You know, in the first segment, I mentioned something about used car prices. And three days ago on an auto blog, used car prices make their biggest jump in a half a century. Consumer prices rose solidly in August with the cost of used, vehicle, used cars and trucks accelerating by the most in more than 51 years as Americans shunned public transportation because of fear of contracting COVID-19. The report from the Labor Department on Friday also showed affirming an underlying inflation that last month, putting fears of deflation to rest. Deflation, a decline in the general price level, is harmful during a session as a during a recession as consumers and businesses may delay purchases in anticipation of lower prices. As I mentioned earlier, it's a teeter-totter thing. Sometimes the more you get for your trade, the more you pay for the car that you're buying. If you have something that they want and they have something that they want you to buy more than you want to buy it, there isn't a better situation. And there are certain cars that the incentives right now are incredible. But as I mentioned earlier, if you look at certain cars, there's just no, there's no sense in buying something that just came out, just redesigned. You know, I was looking at online and I saw, you know, some people advertising 2020 used Corvettes for $25,000 over MSRP. I've helped a couple of people buy AMG G63 redesigned for 2020 G-Wagons. And those cars ran in the $175,000 to $185,000 MSRP vehicles. However, at the end of the day, you start looking for used ones, and all of a sudden I'm seeing $215,000, $225,000. And the big thing about that is if you're looking at a car, that's $225,000. It really, to these people, sometimes the deal doesn't matter because the money's irrelevant. If you can afford a car that's that much money and you're paying a little too much for the car, I always say, so what? You know, I have a, a, a gentleman and his wife that I became friends with through the radio show, and I've helped them buy normal cars. And when I say normal cars, Jeep Grand Cherokee and Mercedes Benz. And a couple of months ago, Richard called me in regards to a vehicle, and I kind of laughed because I thought he lost his cotton picking mind. I just was like, Are you out of your mind? Are you crazy spending that much money for that car? Then all of a sudden it hit me that this was not a logical vehicle, this was an emotional car. This was a vehicle that he owned in 1995. He found one just like it and wanted the car. And you know what? 
after thinking about what I had said to him, I called him up and said, you know, at the end of the day, if it's a nice car and you really like it, buy the car. The amount of money in the car is not going to change your life, but it's going to put a smile on your face. And the most important thing when you buy a car, no matter what it is that you're buying, you want to wake up in the morning, the day after you buy the car, and you want to smile on your face. You don't want to have that pit in your stomach feeling saying, oh my goodness, what did I do? What did I just do? And that's one of the things that Dana and I try to eliminate. We try to eliminate what we call is buyer's remorse. And the way that we do that is everything that we do, we do with total transparency. You know, we also don't leave the dealership until you're done in the business office. At the end of the day, when we help somebody buy a car, we're there when you get there and we leave when you leave. And the most important thing about buying a car is understanding how all, and I jokingly call them gadgets, how everything works in the car. These new cars today are so technologically advanced that there's no possible way in one hour somebody can show you how everything works. And if they do do that in one hour, by the time that they're done with the one hour, if you wake up the next morning, you maybe remembered five things out of the things that they showed you. I always tell people that it's not a bad idea to YouTube video the things about your car. You can also look at certain things in the owner's manual, and you can also read the owner's manual. Most important thing is that you always want to understand what it is that your car does. I've mentioned this before when I was in the Dodge dealership and I was talking to the guy and I said, hey, can I get the air checked in my wife's car? And they were like, well, how do you know she needs air in the tire? I said, well, the car sent her an email and it sent her a text. And they both looked at me and said, no, it didn't. I said, yeah, it did. And I had my wife send me the text. And I had my wife send me the email and I showed it to them. And the two of them, one of them was working in a Dodge store for 20 years, said, I didn't know my car could do that, that the cars did this. It's important to know what your car can do. Now, one of the things that I didn't realize is my wife has self-parking in her Dodge pickup truck parallel park, pull into a parking spot. It's the craziest thing. It's the most uncomfortable thing. And the hardest part about it is to actually stand there, sit there in the car, hold, put your hands on your legs and don't touch the steering wheel. You're working the brakes. You're not touching the steering. And it is, it is crazy to watch the steering wheel move by itself. But at the end of the day, a lot of these things People are not used to. So when you've had a car that's a, two, a 1999, a 2009, whatever it was, and you go in to buy a new car, and all of a sudden you see what they call blind spot monitors, cross traffic protection, adaptive cruise control, stop and go cruise control, lane departure warning. Some of these things do take a little time to get used to. Now, I will always tell people, you've made it this far. Can you live without some of those features? And some people say no, and some people are, I don't want the features. Now, one of the technology features in my car is I have blind spot monitors, and I drive a Dodge Challenger with a crazy rear roof line that really eliminates very good rear disability, disability, visibility, <laughs> And 
I guess that's my disability, but the visibility is pretty poor in the car. So it's always cool that if I'm driving along, that little yellow arrow comes out and I know not to change lanes. Now, my wife's car takes it one step further. Not only does she have blind spot monitors, she has lane departure warning, which means that in the event the blind spot monitors, the light comes on and I happen to actually be drifting in the lane, the car will actually correct itself or tell me to correct itself. But very special thanks to Bill Brixey and Larry Miller Nissan in Mesa. Bill and I have been friends, and it's kind of funny that, you know, we never worked together. We became really good friends, and when I left the job at a dealership, he was actually the gentleman that came in and took my spot after I left the dealership. But he's a great guy. He truly understands what it is that... uh, It is that Dana and I try to do for our clients. And when you want to talk about a guy that's, you know, got honesty, integrity in a car dealership, he's right after with the best of them. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, when we talk about our sponsors, you know, what it is, is that we're not salespeople in car dealerships. And there are people that just don't quite understand what it is that we do. And we we help you buy a car. We're not selling you anything. And the worst thing that you could do is you could reach out to us and treat us like we're salespeople in a car dealership. It's not what we are. We're here to try to help you. I had an instance where a gentleman called me, said he found a used car. It was a wonderful used car. It was everything. And then we were talking and he says, well, you want to give me, you want me to give you the numbers that I got from the dealership? Well, at the end of the day, the numbers that he got were good numbers on the car. I was only able to improve the deal by right around 900 bucks, uh, which after he pays me, he saves $500. But the most important thing is when you're buying something and you're negotiating on something, there's no better time to negotiate when 
you are ready to buy the vehicle. And one of the things that I always look at is if you're looking at buying a car and the car that you're looking at is something that you love and it's something that your wife can't stand, it's probably not a good idea to buy that car. It's one of the funniest little cartoonish things I saw. It was actually a real picture. And it was a picture of a Suzuki GSX 1100 or maybe a thousand, whatever it was, the motorcycle. And at the bottom, it said for sale. And it went through the whole description of the bike. And all on the bottom, it said ride home miles only. I guess when your wife says do whatever you want, she really doesn't mean it. So I always tell people that when you're buying a car, whether it's $30,000, $50,000, $70,000, everybody that's involved in the situation, in the circumstances, should be there when you're trying to make the transaction. You know, it's especially in these times, I don't get why anybody would want to just go look at cars. If you notice at a lot of the dealerships right now, the dealerships, the cars are locked. Very few dealerships are leaving cars open. And it has to do with the fact they don't want people crawling all over the cars with this current pandemic. Uh, they're, they're sanitizing cars. They're doing this. They're doing that. But at the end of the day, all decision makers, you know, it's when I helped this young lady, the one that we were looking at, the Buick. She didn't know if her husband could get in and out of the car. Well, they brought the car out two days later to show it to her. He could get in and out, but guess what? While she was waiting to see if he could fit in the car, the color that they wanted was no longer available. So at the end of the day, it's, it's about you. We're not selling you a car. We're helping you buy a car. We don't work for the dealers. We don't have anything in mind but the best interest of you, the consumer. And the worst part about buying a car, I don't care what anybody says, it's not negotiating with the salesperson. It's not finding the car. It's when you're all done and you have to sit in the little finance office and go over everything with the business manager. And they are, without a doubt, normally the best negotiators. They're the best people at structuring car deals, they really have an idea as to what's going to get approved, how it's going to get approved, and they try to maximize profits in a car deal. That's what their job is. And the more that a store loses in the front, the more they want and expect that business manager to redeem as much of that money as possible. So at the end of the day, One of the things that I don't particularly care for is when a finance manager will say to the customer, based on the dealership's relationship with Gary, I can sell you the warranty for this price. And that's normally when I get up, walk out, grab the general manager, grab the general sales manager, and we get a price from the warranty without having to deal with the business manager. Now, one of the things that I'm not a fan of is is how business managers get paid. And they should not be penalized if somebody doesn't buy products. And part of their pay plan is not just based on the profit that they make, it's based on the penetration of the products that they sell. 
If they don't sell enough warranties, they may not get paid all the warranty money. If they don't sell enough gap insurance, they may not get enough all of their money. It's all about percentages of penetration and the dollars that they put on. And don't get me wrong. There's plenty, 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 plenty of good people in car dealerships. We try to avoid the ones that we don't consider to be good people. Once again, if you need my help, and that's what it is, help, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealers. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to your car insiders, the 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and you can reach me at 602-525-1370. If you visit our website at yourcarinsiders.com, right in the middle of the page, you will notice there's a place where you can listen to podcasts. Every one of our radio shows is on our website as a podcast. You do not have to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday to listen to us. Our business is about helping you buy a car. It's not about anything other than that. We make the transaction completely transparent, work for you, not the dealer, in negotiating the price of the car, the value of your trade, what you should pay for a warranty, and what the interest rate is. And you know, I try to tell people and, you know, with these new cars that are coming out, you know, it's it boils down to do you want a great deal or do you want to buy the car that you want? Because if you get yourself on a list and you want one of these new Genesis SUVs that's coming out, I can't imagine that the dealerships are going to do anything to help with the pricing. Now, a few years ago, I had the opportunity to help a gentleman get his third Equus. And the third one was actually a G90 when Genesis had separated from Hyundai. So he had a 2011 Equus, a 2014 Equus, and a 2017 Equus. And unfortunately, from 2017 till now, he never returned the lease vehicle. He had passed away. He was 85 years old when he got the 2017 car. And as sharp as a tack. Uh, however, cancer sometimes doesn't care how sharp your tack is. 
But the funny thing about the deal was the day the car came out, there was huge, huge money in lease cash on the car to help you with the lease of the vehicle. A substantial amount of money. And the funny thing was they didn't want him to take the car. One of the family members of the dealership wanted to take the vehicle as a demo. So I basically looked at my client and said, here's the deal. This is what you're paying for the car. This is what the payment is on the lease. This is the down payment that you're not writing because we're doing this with no money down. This is everything. If it's all good, don't say a word other than thank you and sign here. Because at the slightest resistance, they're not going to sell you the car. It was the first V8 2017 Genesis G90 delivered, in my, I believe, in the state of Arizona. So at the end of the day, if you can afford what it is that you want to buy, buy the car. Just like I told Richard, if you want that 1995 Toyota Supra, Forget about what my brain said. Forget about how I thought. Buy the car. You only go around once. And, you know, I jokingly say, I told my wife the other day, I took something off my bucket list. She said, what's that? I said, I rode my bicycle 50 miles. And, and Jeremy just stuck up twice. And it's, it's crazy, this addiction that I now have for riding a bicycle. I was sitting around the house and I was looking at my bicycle and it looked great in the garage with two flat tires and dust all over it. So I rolled it out and I started to ride the bicycle and I ride 10.8 miles a day. I didn't know that's how far I was going because I didn't have an odometer or a way to to check all that. Well, finally I got a program and I knew I was doing that and then I started to ride 18 miles a day. And then I was like, you know, if I can go 18, I can go 24. And I'm like, if I can go 24, I can go 30. Well, in August of 2020, I rode 772 miles on my bicycle in the month, and I only ride five days a week. I take off Tuesdays, and I take off Fridays. So this month, my average right now so far is... 41 mile little it's 41.4 miles a day for the days that I've ridden so far and I actually took an extra day off because I had been to the doctor and I didn't feel like riding the day after my doctor's appointment and it's just finding something to do and people tell me well I don't have time to do that well you know what it's I ride anywhere from two and a half to three and a half hours in the morning but I start at six o'clock in the morning so what I always jokingly tell Dana is, don't text me before 9.30 in the morning. If you're listening to the radio show and you want my help, you can always call me at 602-525-1370. If I don't recognize your number, I'm going to ask you, please leave a voicemail, tell me what it is that you want, and at that point, I promise you, I will call you back whether I can help you, whether I can help you. Now, I told a gentleman this week that, it's a car that you want to buy, buy the car, but it's not anything that I can really help you with in the pricing of the vehicle. 
it's a car that's not even out yet and you're getting on a waiting list. Depending on where you are on the waiting list depends on whether or not you're going to see the car. Last year, when I had a client that was looking for a specific vehicle, he was number 20 on the list for that car. Well, number 20 is not terrible, except when they only get three or four a year. So what they basically did was took a $5,000 deposit, took him out of the market, and he's now sitting there waiting for the phone call. Now, he called me, and I told him, why don't we visit another dealership? Let me see what I could do, and we will go from there. So we went in. I sat down with the new car manager. I sat down with the salesperson. The salesperson went into the computer, pulled up the vehicle, and we built the car exactly the way he wanted it. My friend said, you're number three on my list. You will see a car this year. Gentleman asked, how much of a deposit do I need to leave? You're here with Gary. You don't need to leave a deposit. So I looked at Jean-Claude and I said, Jean-Claude, go get your money back from the other dealer. And he went to the other dealer and got his money back. And I laughed because Jean-Claude called and said, I want to change something. Okay, no problem. Then he calls again. I think I might want to change something. No problem. So finally I get a call from the dealership. And he says to me, I just got a call from the rep. An extra slot opened up. I can order his car right now. And when he says right now, we can do it whenever. And he's not calling anybody else to give his slot away. So we meet at the dealership. And I finally look at him and said, now, once you pick this car out, and we hit send and submit the order. Once it is picked up, you cannot change anything in the car. Please make sure you're ordering the car exactly the way that you want it. And he ordered the car. And I called him when, when the car was picked up as an order. I told him the day the car was produced. And I told him the day that the car was done. And then he was like, well, if it's done, how quick do I get it? I said, well, it depends on how long it takes the boat to get here from Europe. Because the car's not built in the United States and they come by boat. And I never realized that at one point, how long it actually takes for a boat to get from Europe to the United States with a boatload of cars. So the funny thing was, the car was supposed to come in on, I think it was a Monday, and I happened to be at the dealership, and the dealership's in West Phoenix, actually Glendale, or Peoria. And I happened to be there, and I look up, and there's the transport truck, and there's this car. And I go in, and my buddy Jim looks at me and says, I think his car's going to show up today. As a matter of fact, Jim, I think his car's here right now. I think that when I called the gentleman, he took a helicopter, to get there because there was no way he could get from the point A that he was at to the point B that he could get to. He was like a kid in a candy store. He couldn't wait to get to the dealership to buy his car. And the best part about this is, folks, if you're not in a rush and they don't have exactly what you want and the deals aren't all that great, order your car. 
you know, there's a gentleman that listens to the radio show on a regular basis, and I, he can make me nuts, but he's, I, I don't let him, I don't let it bug me because I really like him. He's enjoyable to talk to. He's got a great sense of humor. He's a funny guy, and it's the same way I am. There are people that don't like me, and I'm okay with that. We're not all here to please everyone. But the funny thing was, he kept calling me and telling, well, I found a car. It's got everything but. And he found another car. It's got everything but. Or it's got everything and. And I finally said to him, let's go to the dealership and build the car exactly the way you want it and order the car. And guess what we did? We went to the dealership and he ordered the car exactly the way that he wanted it. Now, when you're buying a car and you're trying to buy something that's out of inventory, you might sometimes have to make concessions. You might have to give up a certain thing. You know, I, I always talk about it when it comes to my wife. If you ask my wife what kind of car she wants for, since 2003, it's been a Dodge Ram or a Ram 1500 pickup truck. A blue one, and the blue one that we got a blue one was because the 98, actually she had a 98 white Ram. She then had a 2003 silver Chevrolet that no matter what we did to the truck, she didn't like the Chevrolet pickup truck. And I was a sales manager at Lou Grub Chevrolet on Camelback, and we took in a Dodge Ram Hemi 1500 Laramie SLT. And I drove the truck home, and I pulled up to the house, and there was her gray pickup truck, and there was the blue Dodge. And she came outside, she looked at it, and she said, where's the keys? And she, I handed her the keys. She handed me the keys to her truck. She said, go back to work and get the paperwork. So, well, it's not that simple. She says, you're going to make it that simple. And I was still working in the dealership. I said, well, we just took the car in trade, so I have to make sure that... I can buy it because the dealership actually had rules about employees buying vehicles. So I went into the GM the next morning and I said, Jim, I took this truck home. My girlfriend saw the truck, who's now my wife. Uh, can I buy it? And he says, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the normal rule is this. But if you want it, you can buy it. It's this much over for an employee. So we put the deal together, and she drove that Dodge. Then it was time to get a new one, and so we traded a 98 Dodge for a 2003 Chevrolet for a 2003 Dodge with 2,000 miles on it, and she drove that 2003 to 2013. It had 60,000 miles on it in 10 years. She then bought a 2013, and she bought a quad cab with a little bit longer bed, and she wasn't really thrilled with some of the problems that the new 8.4 Uconnect was showing. And she got locked in the car. And she got a 2015. And then the new body style came out, and I want to say that was 2018 or 19. But the funny thing was, when I asked my wife what color she wanted, her, the, her comic line is, do they come in any other color than white? And is the interior come in any other color than frost beige with brown trim? Well, we found a white truck, but it was not medium frost beige with brown trim. It was black with the dark brown leather interior. Now, is she glad she has it now? Yes. Was she thrilled when she first saw it? No. Did it take two minutes for her to say, you know, this doesn't look so terrible? 
Everything in buying a car sometimes is compromise. But you have to make sure that you're compromising the right things. One thing that I won't compromise in a car today, I still drive cars with manual transmissions. I'm going to be 60 years old in next month. However, as long as I can still drive a manual transmission, I really enjoy it. I want to thank everybody for listening. I really apologize for the fact that it's just me. There's an issue with the computer and the dealership, so it's kind of hard for me to look at MSN to get stories for you. I've kind of got to do it on the phone, and the print on the phone isn't the biggest. But as long as you get the message and you understand what it is that Dana and I are trying to do, we're trying to help you buy a car. We're not selling you anything. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.